You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on the Anchor app, Google Play, Spotify, and of course, Apple Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. And first off, I'd like to thank everyone who is listening today. And if this is your first time, I'm usually the host, Michael Gomez, alongside with one of the new co-hosts, Anthony Patton. And if you've been rocking with us and you know me and you know Dariq, as long as sports are being played, I'm not I'm not even going to say it because Dariq said it a million times. But this is Big Brother Sports Talk, episode 10. Today is Wednesday, right, Ant? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, <laughs> November 28th. And if you don't, make sure you go follow us on Twitter, 856PhillyBabyGomez06. PatMola50. PatMola50. Let's jump right into it. In recent um baseball pickups yesterday... The San Francisco, no, we'll, we'll, let's go right into this. Josh Donaldson signed a one-year, $23 million deal with the Atlanta Braves. And the Atlanta Braves also signed veteran catcher, who used to be an Atlanta Brave, Brian McCann. Did, did, you excited with those moves? I mean, I know that's your team. As a Braves fan, I, I like the Brian McCann move more than the Josh Donaldson move. I think Josh Donaldson could be productive. But recently, he's not been able to stay on the field, really. You think that's a lot of money to give up for one year? Uh, it, it could be worth it, but I think more chance it's not going to be worth it because he may be injured half the year because he can't stay on the field. Last year, he missed most majority of the season. Right. I mean, he could be a a, a big lift in, to get a playoff spot. You it could know. be. I agree. I mean, we, we could plug him in. It's the NL. We could plug him in, pinch hit him sometimes. It's still a dangerous at-bat, I feel like. Yeah, and the Braves got a lot of depth. Yeah, I think that's what I also like about it, too. I'm glad you said that. I think it does give us depth because that's that pinch hit. That's that guy. If we lose a guy, if Los Donaldson's your backup third baseman, that's the worst. If that's the worst-case scenario with signing him. Then you feel pretty good about it, then. I don't feel $23 million good, right. yeah. but I'll take it. The Brian McCann move I like, he's a veteran catcher. Old Brave, he wants to win a World Series. He has one with the Astros. Mm -hmm. I like the move. I'm not mad at it. But I'm just worried about our third baseman now, Camargo. Is that going to really stun his growth if he has to split time like he did last year? So that's one thing I'm really worried about. But again, Phillies still talking about making big moves. They've even said that they're going to wait. They're not going to sit around and wait for Bryce Harper. I think they they can't. I think they need to make some moves. They need to make their team better and not collapse at the end of the season like they did this year. It would be nice if the Phillies could pick up a starting pitcher. Yeah, that's yeah. They need some defense too. It would be nice if you could match up somebody with um Aaron Nola with his his great season he had last year. There's Nathan Nathan Evaldi, Red Sox pitcher came in. He plays. He can do come out the bullpen. And he's a decent starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. If the if the Phillies could grab somebody like him, that wouldn't be a bad move. J.A. Happ is available because the Yankees rented him last year with the trade. 
So there are some decent guys out there. Andrew Miller is still available. Phillies could grab some bullpen dab. I wish the Braves would maybe look into him because we he we used to be a Brave. And maybe you get Harper, match him up with Hoskins. Got some, yeah. And got they've some even talked hitters. about grabbing Harper, Trout, eventually. But some other notable free agents, because we're going to go through the baseball stuff really quick. We got Michael Brantley, had a great season in, in Cleveland last year. AJ Pollock, Zach Britton, Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell could come back to um Atlanta for a reunion. That'd be the, okay. All the Braves are coming back. All no. but yeah, but can't we just bring them all <laughs> they back? They'll find their way back there. Just because they see that they see the future now. <laughs> they see the future. But off they got on some young stars. Yeah, but off on the baseball thing, we'll definitely be keeping you updated. No crazy free agents yet. We're still waiting for the big names. Yeah, when does that start? When does free? It's already started. You, oh, it has. I'm pretty sure that you could sign tomorrow if you want. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So I'm pretty sure you can, but I know you write down. Wildner versus Fury this weekend. Some big heavyweight. Yeah, and they're both undefeated. Um, high percentage knockouts with their wins. Who was it? You said 94 for Wildner? 98. 98. And he's 39-0, and, and he has... Um, no, he's. I think he's 40-0 and, and has 39 knockouts. Yeah, that's, that's insane. And yeah. if you've ever watched him box, he throws... Crazy. Crazy bows. Crazy. Yeah. Huge, huge punches. Yeah. And speaking on boxing... Sloppy. And, yeah, it looks it looks crazy. But speaking on boxing, Manny Pacquiao, January nineteenth, is gonna fight Adrian Browner. So again, Adrian Browner versus Pac Man. I don't have crazy to say about that. I hope Pac Man wins. Me too. Yeah, it was nice I, to see him get another win. But I don't belt. know. I don't know. Adrian Browner could dominate, but I would like to see Pac win. And Tito Ortiz fought Chuck Liddell for the third time this weekend. He did. You see, no, my one buddy. I mean, my one friend, he um he watches UFC, big UFC guy. He said that it was horrible, ugly. He said it. He said it should never be happening again. He said there should be a rule in the UFC. I forgot all about Chuck in, Liddell, in MMA. To be honest. Yeah, and Tito dominated. I heard, dominated the dominated the fight. But who's really going out and who's crazy excited about that? No, nobody. I mean, I feel like they're old heads. They yeah, nobody it, wants to watch them fight. Yeah. And it was announced in the boxing world again that Earl Spence Jr. is going to fight Mikey Garcia. I'm excited for that one. I think that's going to be a really good fight. I'll watch it. I'll, well, I'll try to. Yeah, least. I'm definitely going to watch it. That's going to be a good one. I like Mikey Garcia, and Earl Spence is a really really good fighter, too. He's, a, he's undefeated. Mikey Garcia has lost, though. But what the, uh, You said they're in Thomas's division, right? The yeah. Classic. Yeah, so he, he was talking about fighting one of, like, he, Terrence Crawford, but I think that was more of like a, like if he could fight him just for like a filler fight, he would. Like he could build up the hype for him. Right. He could sock the world beating him or something like that, and Earl Spence would just be fighting Thomas for like a, like a warm up for right. someone like because Thomas is still up and coming. Mm -hmm. But Thomas is talking about he wants to take a next step this year, so we'll see he where. Should. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he will. So um, that's a wrap on UFC and boxing. Let's jump into the NBA. I'm not going to really talk about it crazy. But I did do some crazy research on 50-point games. Hit him with it. But let's, I want to talk about one thing right before that. James Harden drops 50 last night. And Kevin Durant drops 49. Was that all last night, right? I think so, yeah. So that's one of them a, won, one of them lost. So that's, again, more 50-point games. Kevin Durant's right there. I think he had nine assists, too. Almost a double-double. That's nuts. That's good. 
That's really good. But let me jump right into these stats right here. I got so in the last I did the last 10 years. So from 09-010 season to the current season right now, the 18-19. But we're only not even we're not even halfway through. So in 2009 and 10, there were three 50-point games. One of those occurred in overtime. So one of those were a five, six point. No, it was a five quarter game. 2010 and 11, there was two. No overtime in that one. 11 and 12, we're looking at three with three of with two of the three being coming from overtime, double overtime. 13 and 14. Well, no, well, yeah, 12 and 13. There was three 50 point games. One that happened in overtime. 13 and 14. Six. And then the next year there was eight. The next year there was eleven. The next year there was fourteen. And then last year there was thirteen. So it went down from last year. And then this year already there's seven. But three of the seven were in overtime. Yeah. So this year the guys the three of the guys needed an extra quarter. But that's crazy. So and also another stat I looked up. So when you score fifty, I looked at the team winning also. So the team wins fifty four percent of the time if you if a player on their team scores 50 plus that's good odds right there i mean it could be better because that's 50 plus that you're putting so that's like half your points nba nba games average what like 110 yeah i think that, it's up, that i think it's up from bad now then. i think it's up from here now but that just says that what we what i've been saying at 50 the new 50 the new 25 is it yeah I mean, they're they're scoring fifty, and I don't the, even care if they win or lose. Eleven, fourteen, thirteen. As long as they got their fifty. Eight, eleven, fourteen, and thirteen. That's the last five seasons. Six, eight, eleven, fourteen, and thirteen. And we're already halfway to fourteen, and the season's not even halfway. Yeah, and we're not even it? at the All Star break. That's crazy. It's gonna be like eighteen this year. That's your prediction. Eighteen. Over or under. Over or under twenty. Under. He's going to go with that 18, yeah. right? I'll probably go under 22, but it might be up there. Yeah, it could be. Steph Curry's coming back soon. Because LeBron already scored Not 50. Not a lot of injuries this year, I feel like. Not so far. It's still super early, super yeah. early. But LeBron did head home to Cleveland. Got the W. They were actually losing for a large Yeah, it was a tough game. game. The Lakers losing. The winning streak ended this. This They had like, a, the two, Magic? like a three or four. Yeah, the Magic beat mm -hmm. them. And the Magic beat somebody else the other night, too. Like a good team. I bet. They have some good players. They just gotta they just don't know how to Yeah, they got Mo Bamba. Right. Mo Bamba's Gordon. On yeah, they got a decent little team. Jimmy Butler delivers again with the Sixers to talk Sixers. Big big shot against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that no, was no 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 no. Yeah, Brooklyn Nets. To win it, right? To win it at the end, like they almost blew but it. They they he shot a three and won they won by two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was something like that. I was watching the, uh, the Sixers play the Cavs the other night, and they were just getting... Sixers getting, lost, right? Yeah, yeah. The Cavaliers were playing, like, really good defense. They were they were making yeah. shots, and Sixers had no answer for them. How did you think the Sixers looked overall? Eh, they didn't look too good. But, I mean, they have a, they have a long way to go. Um, that addition of Jimmy Butler will definitely help them out a lot. I think... Um, Embiid, Embiid will be, you know, all-star level. Markel Fultz is the biggest question mark, obviously, yeah. coming up. I think he could change the Sixers a lot. He yeah. has the potential to take them over. 
give him like a good guy off the bench, six mm-hmm. man, or even be the point guard. Yeah, he's been he's been criticized recently, so he has to come out and just play some ball and try and prove everybody wrong. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, but NBA is still really just warming up, cooking up. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Well, there's been a couple crazy Clay, Steph. Kimba Walker snap. Yeah. Clay had a great. I mean. Steph had a crazy game. Now we got Harden, KD, LeBron. Yeah, it's bound. The NBA is super. It's all about storylines. It's like so storyline based. Mm -hmm. It's like everything has to happen, and it's like. But I like watching the NBA, but sometimes I don't watch like the high scoring games. It's like the game is based, and with speaking on the fifty point games, the game is so fast they're paced now, with the shot clock rule change in. Mm -hmm. So they want. People are suiting more, suiting more from the three. More people miss, more possession. So they run up and down the court ten, like way more than they ever have done in the history of basketball. So of course there's going to be way more opportunities to score, yeah. get rebounds, assist because there's a there's a million possessions. It's like Russell Westbrook. It's easy to say that he's a that I, I, that's how I feel about Russell Westbrook. Triple doubles don't don't does doesn't make him the best player in the league to me. Yeah, me either. He's still gotta, down on the list. Like he's still maybe five in the fifth in the league of being the best. Gotta lead your team to the playoffs. You gotta get big wins and you gotta get, win championships. That's what it's all about. Like, why does Russell Westbrook need to get the the rebound? Be on the run. Let like your big man. Big, do let your his big job. man grab it and you go on the run and mm-hmm. get that easy dunk, the fast break. Like or Steph Curry's not on there trying to grab rebounds. Right. Everything. Clay Thompson isn't well. They do get boards, but they're on the run, mm-hmm. standing wide open on the run. They're worried about transition offense, and then boom, quick offense. That's what they're about. That is just so. But NBA still cooking. I want to jump right into one question about college football. Is Alabama ever gonna lose? I mean, not and not as long as they keep playing the week. The week schedules that they do. Yeah, they played a team the other day that I've never heard of ever. They have Georgia. They have Georgia Saturday in the SEC championship. But it's hard um, to say they're not playing good competition. They dominate everyone. Yeah, they did dominate Auburn in the Iron Bowl. But I'm really excited for Georgia. I really hope Georgia can beat them. But Alabama will find a way to win. I bet. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good team. They see they have the rankings right now. I'm pulling them up just for everybody. Yeah, it's the the last college football playoff spot is between Oklahoma and Ohio State. Um, I feel like Ohio State. Ohio State blew Michigan out. Yeah, they also they also beat Penn State. They beat um, Michigan State and TCU, but in their one loss, they got blown out by Purdue yeah. by twenty nine. And Oklahoma, their one loss came from Texas that they only lost by three. They were down like 24 points, and they ended up coming back okay. and only losing by three points. All right. Do you like – it sounds like you – in the college football, you like it, you watch it a little bit. Yeah, How do you feel football. about the playoff? I think it should be expanded um, maybe like to eight teams. So what do you but, think – of what? okay, so with that being said, I think we've discussed this. How does the ninth seed feel when there's eight teams? They feel like they're outside looking in, and it's so sucks. that isn't that why everybody's complaining now about all oh, the fifth seed feels mm-hmm. left out. Of so course. don't don't we think the ninth? But it's hard to say, yo, you're ninth best. That's why you're not in it. Right. It's hard to say between four and five could be very very thin. Mm-hmm. 
very close it's, in comparison. And it's but, easier to tell the ninth seed, like, yo, you're the ninth best team. Relax. Calm down. Do you really need to be in this? You're the ninth best team. Right. The ninth best team in college has two or th- maybe two losses at yeah. that point. Two, maybe three. I think I honestly think UCF should uh, be. I don't like it. They don't play anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's like the they, one year. What was it? It was the one year that Cincinnati. Oh yeah. The Notre Dame. Oh, the Notre Dame coach now. What's his name? Brian Kelly. Okay, he was the coach of Cincinnati. Cincinnati ended up playing like a big name school. Got dropped. Right. And got murdered. And but, I was like, well, that's why they don't make it the the, the playoff. There, I think. I mean, UCF. Did play Auburn last year? Ranked they were ranked, I think seventh. Auburn was, and they they beat Auburn in their bowl game, and that's why they think they should be considered because they're they they're self proclaimed. They went toe to toe with the SEC and SEC team and beat them, but yeah, it was Alabama. So they made rings, really, national title rings. They made a their a, stadium. They, didn't they fly something? Didn't they fly something over Alabama Stadium talking about they were national champs? I don't know. Possibly. That sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. But I saw, what a waste of money. Alabama's drying their football field. Really? With helicopters. That's how much the, That's how much people care about football. Yeah, they love Alabama. That's the only thing they have to look forward to. They're... They're drying the field with a helicopter, guys. Put that in perspective. A helicopter. That, that's cool. But then in the same breath, you see, and if you've listened to podcasts before, you you know my stance kind of about college football being, players being paid. Yeah. Come on, y'all can drive the field with a helicopter, but I can't get any money? Yeah. You're literally drying the field. They should. I the think the they concept should get paid. of them drying the field with a helicopter should be insane. They need to get paid so they can come back out with NCAA football because that, yeah. was, that or, was my favorite. Or at least them, or at least let the players get paid. Let EA Sports walk up to the player and say, "Yo, we'll pay you X, Y, and Z if you um if we can put you in the game." Yeah. And some players can deny it. Some players can say, "Yeah," like, but I think you should be able to make like. Let them eat off something. Like, y'all drive the field with a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it like that, but my man can't get a steak dinner from a GM scout. Right. My superstars can't get can't get no money to help them through college. That's insane. I put the gas in the helicopter, bought the <laughs> helicopter, but I'm not getting any money right? from it. Right. I'm the one bringing fans that, that makes that helicopter get the gas. You, you exactly. Know? I'm the reason why the helicopter can even be hired and, and paid for. Right. So let me get let me get some of that, you know? It's crazy. And that's why I think it's insane like I've touched on this again that coach K has said boldface said the NCAA is clean most of the part for most of the part. Like all that what you see is overblown. Like mm-hmm. they I hate how? the NCAA. How? <laughs> how is it clean for most of the part when people get caught every year? There's a scandal every year in college with coaches and everything else doing, doing something crazy like. And it's um, weird. It's like oh, one year. It's, it's like one year they're they're hiding domestic violence. The next year they're um. What was it? What happened the other year? With Joe Paterno. Well, well I mean, Joe, that was a long. That time was ago, insane. But. I don't want to talk about that. 
Yeah, I don't want to really get into yeah, that. Yeah, that's a. But that's they had a um, they the kids they're paying for them to get tutored, so they're not doing their work, and they pay, and they've been caught up doing all this stuff. Yeah. How are they? How are you clean for most of the part? You're not. Yeah, but I don't want to get too caught up on that because I really want to talk about the one thing that's just in full swing. Crazy stuff's going down every week. Some NFL, but right before we get into the NFL and some football. Update, Millville Violent Thanksgiving game. Violent, it uh, hurts me to say, dominates. Crushed. Dominates Crushed Millville. At home, 26-6. to six. The Violent team just looked big. Did you watch it? I didn't go. I did. I didn't go either. I watched it on Facebook. I watched it on my TV. Um, NJ.com. Oh, yeah, Channel 22, local channel. Millville just looked soft. They looked unprepared. They looked like they didn't even want to be and out there. And if anybody who's listening to this, hey, shout out to those kids. They put in a lot of work. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to diss any young kids or anything. But we're just saying we're watching a football game. Right. And we're just saying what we what saw. We, what I we saw, think. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I saw, like you said, I saw Millville's front line didn't do much blocking. Yeah, they did get dominated up front on both sides of the ball. But Vineland looked humongous. Yeah. They looked big, really big. They had the two or three guys up front that were just humongous. They played both sides of the ball. And they had a they had a receiver playing quarterback, I believe. That's what I heard. Just stop the run and try and make him throw the, throw the ball, and it's over for you. You, you got you got him figured out because he, yeah. he wasn't really throwing the ball well. So that puts but, oh, yeah. but neither teams were. No, neither team did really throw the ball, but it did look like the Millville quarterback could throw the ball downfield, though. But he was just every play. He was just he had to move running for his Russ, life. He man. had to leave. Yeah. But shout out to all the kids that played in the annual Thanksgiving game. No matter what, that game means a lot. A lot, definitely. A lot of history. I love it. I've seen even I've seen recently that that something there's new committee in New Jersey or something that Thanksgiving football games may end. No. How can they do that? No, because they want to crown like that. a real state champion or something. You can look it up. It's definitely flowing around for anybody who's wondering. I'm just not talking trash. You can look it up and it'll tell you about some committee or something that it may end the Thanksgiving Day game. That sucks. But would, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go, go, go. It is it is weird though because um say one of those teams made it to their their championship, they have to play that game and then Go play their championship game, I believe, after the week after that. So that's what's weird about and it. And I think that's what's part of this committee that's talking about they'll end it so they can play state title games on Thanksgiving. Oh, and like, then play that rivalry game after no, that? No, no no rivalry game. What? Thank, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, the Thanksgiving day. See, I didn't I don't know. We're gonna have to look into that. Yeah, definitely. But if you're but if you're wondering, look into that. Just type in Millville or no no not Millville. Type in New Jersey Thanksgiving rivalries, and there will be something about that. They can't get rid of Millville Vineland. That, that would be right. the same. That, that would, would be, be terrible. But let's jump right into it. The Saints, Drew Brees, dominates the Atlanta Falcons 31-17. to And that puts them at 10-1 and on the season. And who is their only loss? Do you know who their only loss is? It was uh, week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did see you Fitz put. magic. So that puts them at 10 straight. Yes, 10 straight. 10 straight wins for the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees dominating the NFL. 
I want to talk about Drew Brees, but I don't. I also want to talk about Sean Payton and the unsung hero, the New Orleans Saints defense. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Drew Brees is getting all the praise. Right, and you got to praise the defense because they're the ones that are getting the ball back for him. Only giving up 17 points to a Falcons offense led by Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Yeah. They got some weapons. So to hold them to 17 points, it's it's cool to see. I, I like the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I was talking to one of my guys who played football, and he's he, he knows a lot, I would say. Um, He said that the Saints defense, this is one of the best defenses that Drew Brees has ever had. Oh, yeah, definitely. They won a Super Bowl with kind of mediocre defense, and now that they got a, like an even more decent you, defense. You win 10 straight games like that. Yeah, you probably win more than that. But definitely the running game with Kamara and Ingram is so dynamic, and I think it's very impressive the way um he, he uses these guys, entertains them, brings them in and out, different play schemes, different things. I think it opens up Drew Brees' game. And Drew Brees opens up their game so much. I think it's crazy. It is It is crazy. And they kind of have like a similar skill set. Um, they can both run in between the tackles. They're both powerful. They can both catch out of the backfield, run decent routes, break big gains in the passing and running game. They're, they're both really solid running backs. And yeah, I so, think every team needs, needs so the, something like that. So the Saints are definitely a team – that in the front running, I think they will. Saints, I think Rams, top tier in the NFC. Yep, I agree. Don't sleep on Chicago. Yeah, Chicago got another win on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was uh, rooting for the Lions in that one. <laughs> so, um, with that, Green Bay, we'll jump right into that. Bears winning on Thanksgiving that puts them at what's the record now? Eight and three. And Green Bay losing to. The Vikings. Vikings on Sunday night. Where does that put the division, really? Does that put really put the Bears above everyone, or you think it's really just still a race right now? I think it's still a race between the Vikings and the Bears. Um, Packers are just trying to hold on and, they just and, surviving and, at and this try point? and get a try and get a playoff spot. I don't think they will. Um, I think I think it'll be between the Bears and I think the Bears will win it. Vikings maybe get that last wild card spot. Um, Hopefully the Packers make some changes at co at head coach. I hope that would be nice, but I think the Bears the Bears will take it and be the third seed. So you're not against the mid uh, halfway through the season coach coach swap out? Um, or I'm not a job or I'm, anything. I'm or? not against it, but I don't think it'll happen. I think that if McCarthy does end up getting fired, I think it would be after the season. So just let him go. Yeah. I heard he's like a front runner for the the Browns job. Okay, okay. So speaking of the Browns, Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson are getting into it. Man did have um. They try. I mean, Hugh Jackson tried to embrace Baker. Tried to pull pull him in, congratulate him, and Baker wasn't really feeling it. He said that Hugh Jackson is fake. Yep, for going to a division rival. A couple jab, a couple jabs have been thrown on. I think it was Instagram, right? Was he? Mm -hmm. Was he shooting shots at him? Um, and people are are criticizing Mayfield because I mean he didn't really do the same thing. He was playing at Texas Tech and transferred to Oklahoma, which are two teams in the same okay. conference in college football. Okay. And people are coming at him about that, saying he basically did 
the same thing. Yeah, I'm happy for the Browns, though. Yeah. Baker Mayfield looks really good. They actually have the same record as the Packers right now, so. Oh, the Bears. Yeah. But I like, the I like well, the Browns. I like where the Browns are heading. Yeah. Up. I like them. I like the team, what it's going through. They have a decent defense. And um, did you see that Demarius Randall gave his interception ball to Hugh Jackson on the, the other oh, side? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that he intercepted and ran it out and just handed it right <laughs> to him. Yeah, that was crazy. I thought he was being nice, and I'm like, wait, he's trolling. Like, that's wow. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything is crazy. I keep saying it's crazy. It's not. It's just the NFL every week. It's something new. This season has been one of the most interesting seasons in the last few years. Yeah. Everybody's kind of still in it, but there are some teams that have separated from the pack. Yep. A handful of got a handful of teams that have just. But there are two. What are there's like two divisions where that's just completely up for grabs. NFC East. The NFC East. Everyone. That division can go from Eagles could still win. Yep. I think Washington's out. I think it's done. They're actually on a losing streak now, right? That's back-to-back losses now after the Alex yes. Smith. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are they streaking. Play New Orleans. Streaking. They play New Orleans Thursday night. So so tomorrow night. If <laughs> if um if the Cowboys lose and the Eagles win, then they'll be tied, but Cowboys will have the tiebreaker, so they'll be okay. first. So the Cowboys would have to lose another one, and the Eagles would have to keep winning to, so to they, get into first. That's crazy. Well, no, it's not. It's the NFL. I yeah, keep saying anything crazy. can happen. It's the NFL. So the Cowboys, the Giants' streak is over, speaking of NFC East. The Giants were in the driver's seat for 85% of the game. Yeah, Saquon Barkley dominated the first half. I heard he only touched the ball second two uh, five times in the second half. It's rumored that maybe he was maybe felt something in the hammy. Maybe uh, he was a little injured. Maybe it was something that wasn't that serious. But maybe they were like, "Hey, let's put take our foot off the pedal." His future, so he can play next week. But yeah. he is stellar, dominated. great running back. He dominated. Eagles' run game looked really good in that game. Also, the Eagles really successfully could run the ball downfield mm-hmm. that game. Couple, a few big runs. First quarter, like, I think I looked it up. Like, the Eagles don't score in the first quarter. I think they've only scored in the first quarter twice all year. That's that's horrible. That's not playoff football. You can't score in the first quarter. Yeah, you got to be able to do that to get into the playoffs, to even win a playoff game. That's what they were doing last year. They were dominating. Eagles are depleted the their secondary is horrible. But it is it is hard to score points when your whole offense is just shaky. Offensive line, running backs, your receivers are I mean they, they brought in Golden Tate, so they have yeah. they have some receivers, but offensive line you gotta be able to protect your quarterback. That's the problem with Carson Wentz. Like he I thought he lost a step. But in reality, he probably hasn't. He's just stepping back, and he's they're there. Yep. There's no time at all. You can't finesse if there's no, if it's done already by the time you even get to run away. I think that's what is going on with Aaron Rodgers as well. His offensive line. He only can do. I only can do so much. Right. He's aging. Aaron Rodgers isn't isn't young. Carson Wentz is still coming off of a knee injury. Mm-hmm. He has to warm his body back up to that. 150 mile per hour go all the way making and he still makes ridiculous throws not 100 percent. yeah but i do think his accuracy's been a little off this year he's yeah. been it's been a little high he's just been letting it sling and whatever happens happens but, like his first year in the league yeah 
Yeah, pretty much. But that division is completely up for grabs. The Eagles can streak and win it all. Yeah, Get they back could. into it. They could. So, just going to go random off the NFC East. The Jaguars are replacing <laughs> Blake Bortles with Cody Kessler as their starting quarterback this week. Cody Kessler is the guy from San Fran, right? The guy who played when they were having the when San Fran had Kaepernick, but they weren't playing Kaepernick, but he was playing. I know Blaine Gabbert was there. I'm trying to think. Cody Kessler. Cody Ke- was it Buffalo? No. We'll pull it up. Cody Kessler. I'm trying to think. I I I feel like I should know. But do you think the Jags are making the right move? Do you think Blake Bortles is time? Like Blake, we've given you a chance. Yeah, you um, can't, can't put it in the end zone at all. They they did lose some pieces in the off season. Um, Allen Robinson went to Chicago. Okay. Uh, Marquise Lee is out for the season. Uh, I think they lost another wide receiver, but Blake Bortles just hasn't been getting it done. Getting it done, turning the ball over. His defense can't. His defense hasn't been been playing up to par. They traded Dante Fowler, and it got worse for them. I think I think it's nice that they should they're benching him and g- moving on to someone else to see if they can try and give the Jaguars some life and maybe win a couple more games before the season ends. Yeah, maybe salvage something out of it. But Cody Kessler was currently on the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Okay, he from got 2016-17 and then was moved to the Jags this year. In 2016, he played 9 games. Started eight of them. 1,300 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. I didn't, I doesn't, it doesn't show if they won, but 128 attempts. I think they won one game that attempts. year. Yeah. It but, was uh, against the Chargers late, late field goal. Yeah. They went 1-15. Okay, so perfect way to bring that in. Speaking of the Chargers, are the Chargers... As serious, should we take them serious yet? No. Um, Denver, Denver really got the best of them. Uh, they played Arizona, dominated, but Philip Rivers is is very is very inconsistent as a quarterback. He's been inconsistent his whole career, just like Matt Stafford. But I do think Philip Rivers is a good quarterback. Yeah, though. that goes along with what I was going to say. That I just he's better than Matthew Stafford. That he he Hands deserves down. a congratulations because I just want to say congratulations. <laughs> he uh, he went twenty five for twenty five against the Cardinals. Yeah, after not being able to complete a, a, a that's an NFL record, right? Yeah, he had. Uh, Better odds of getting struck by lightning than doing that. So <laughs> congratulations to Philip Rivers for yeah. that. Philip Rivers, I'm a, I like Philip Rivers. I don't know why, but the last few years, I took a year off of fantasy football. This year, I'll probably jump back into it. But the last two years, I've always had Philip Rivers as like a backup, plug and play guy, because he could go off for forty one week, throw three or four touch, three or four, four or five touchdowns. Honestly, yeah, you can get him in like really late rounds, and he'll produce for you. Yeah. It's crazy. So I always had him as People like go a, for Aaron Rodgers early, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, don't pick. Who picked quarterbacks early? That's insane. We're not even going to touch on the Redskins. They looked really bad on Thanksgiving yeah, against I feel bad Dallas. Yeah, McCoy. Yeah, Dallas. Hopefully he picks himself Is up. Dallas good or bad? They've been playing a lot better since the beginning of the season. Uh, their defense has woken up. 
Ezekiel Elliott is a monster. Yeah, he is. He's undeniable. The addition of Amari Cooper, everyone was clowning it. He did I, score a I touchdown did. this week, right? I touchdown? Think, did he score two? We'll look it up. Um, Everyone was clowning that move. I kind of did. I laughed at it. But he's kind of showing why they, they gave up a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. He's playing. He's playing well. Hopefully, he can continue to play well I had well a conversation. Um, who got the better player? Who got the better deal between the Dallas Eagles? or the Eagles with their their moves that they got? When I look up this Amari thing, this, what's your take on that? I think the Eagles. I mean, no, I'm tripping. I think the Cowboys got the better player and made the better move. You think they made a better deal by giving up the first rounder? Yeah, they're in they're in first place now. So it's about reward. It's like look what Dallas has gotten since that move. Yep. And what has the Eagles got? And they've actually uh, beat Philly with Amari Cooper on their team. So as of right now, the Cowboys definitely have shown uh, why they gave up that number one pick to Amari Cooper. Yeah, Dallas Cowboy fans are they're coming out of the, the woodworks yep, now. They back. They, are. they were gone they are two back. weeks ago. <laughs> they were gone. It's kind of annoying, but it's whatever. It happens. That's everybody. Everybody does it. Amari Cooper did score two touchdowns Jordan. last week. Eight receptions on 180 yards. Wow, that's what they lit it up. 22 yards, 22 and a half yards average. Ten yards a catch. Zeke got a rushing touchdown. 26 carries on 121 yards. You see him throw 21 dollars in the Salvation Army. Yeah, part. yeah. And then they threw Dak Prescott in it when <laughs> yep. Dak Prescott made that really good play. He ran it in, right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a really good play. Made a little move. He did rush one in. Six carries for 18. Dak Prescott oh, so 20. 22 throws, 31, 22, well, 22 receptions on 31 attempts. Wow, good. 289 yards with a touchdown. That's probably his best game he's played in a while. Completions and attempts. Football fans going to be like, what did he say? What did he, receptions? Receptions, he's not, <laughs> he's not a receiver. 22 receptions, would that be like a record? That would be insane if Dak Prescott had 22 receptions. But Dallas is hot. It's hard to say Dallas is not hot, but they're gonna cool down when they face the Saints this week. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I think it. I think it'll actually be a good game, but I'm picking the Saints in that one. That's crazy because Dallas could possibly have ran off yeah. for like five games if they could. If they can win this game, they get the Eagles next week. That should be a Colts, good one. Tampa Bay, and then the Giants for the end of their season. That's a week. That's a Favorable. week ending. It's a week ending. They but, could grab the rest of them, and maybe they could lose two. They could lose to the Colts, though. They're hot, too. That's what I'm saying. Their two losses could be Saints, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Luck has had eight straight games with three touchdowns or more. I did see that. Andrew Luck has come a, f- a long way. He yes. looked like his season, his career was, um, was over. I'm happy for him. Me, so too. Happy. I was a huge fan of Andrew Luck. Yeah. He was on all the direct TV commercials. He was humongous. Mm-hmm. He run, throw, yeah, he was a dual threat at one point. Yeah, I like Andrew Luck. I'm definitely going to say Andrew Luck, still 10 times better of a move than RG3. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. RG3 is a a second-string quarterback now. or Two. Lamar Jackson. The next guy we're going to talk about, Lamar Jackson, starts his second game. And wins. And wins another game. Second straight win? Yeah, second straight win for the Ravens while under Lamar Jackson. 
the the Ravens' defense looked hungry. Yeah, they look really good. They have always been pretty good. Um, Terrell Suggs is is definitely a great veteran leader. He he gives them peop them them players some fire, and they shown it. They had a defensive touchdown. They dominated against the the, the Raiders. Raiders, seventeen to thirty four. Sut the Raiders out in the fourth quarter. Michael Crabtree grabbed a touchdown. Wow. Lamar Jackson threw a touchdown. Did he run oh, one? Too? And he ran one. So two touchdowns total, 14 completions on 25 attempts, 178 yards. They did have their running back, Gus Edwards, did carry a lot of the weight. 23 carries on 118 yards. Your boy looks like he has a Green Bay Packers jersey on in the thing. Tom Montgomery. Yep. Eight carries, 51 yards. You happy for him? I'm happy yeah. for him, but I'm not a big fan of him anymore because he cost us that game against the Rams, where he, uh, where he was supposed to kneel it in the end zone, but he brought it out and fumbled. Y'all got rid of him after that. Y'all said it's yeah. time to go. Tra- traded him for a seventh round pick. Wow. That yeah. so next person who thinks they're gonna run it out and cough it up and fumble the ball, you're getting traded. You're getting for traded. A seventh rounder. Maybe eight, depending <laughs> on what the game looks like. But the Ravens are definitely a hotter team. Let me see what's next on the topic. We talked about that. Eagles squeeze one out against the Giants. I think the Giants more blew that game than the Eagles winning. Yeah. They uh they they completely got away from what was working for them. But I like you said about Saquon Barkley, he might have rumored had possibly. Yeah, no, that's just nothing. So if that's true, then I understand. But, but it also looks like they forced it to Odell. Yeah, like watching he it. Like probably sometimes it's like they force it a little too hard. But why don't? Why wouldn't you throw it to him? Right. right. Like, but I mean, Sterling Shepard's not a bad player. You can use your other weapons. Yeah. But he's probably complaining. But we know I don't get the ball. We enough. know Odell's diva yep. antics. I don't, that's He's why I don't like saying, him. oh, stop giving Saquon, let me eat, let me get the ball. Right. But the Giants could have won. They came out hot. That could have changed the Giants' season. That would have been three in a row, division rival. That's what yeah. they needed. Mm-hmm. PowerPoints. Um, they were up 19-3 to three at one point. At the half, it was 19-3, yeah. I think. That, I don't know. The Eagles got, Eagles got lucky. They well, came back and... And one, I, I don't know. But the Eagles did play way better in the second half. Their yeah, offense definitely. came alive. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. We're not going to completely not Get, say anything yeah. about that because Golden Tate had a big play. The Eagles' running game was Adams. was really good. The guy, the undrafted running back from Notre Dame, Adams, he he scored a touchdown, had 84 yeah, yards. Yeah, big play, yeah. Eagles' defense had an interception. So that's yeah. what you got to do to win football games. Got to yeah. run the ball well, create turnovers, and yep. – and don't turn the ball over. So that's what you do. So it looked good for the Eagles this week. Speaking of not turning the ball over, the Steelers-Broncos game came down to the last few minutes with Big Ben throwing an interception late in the end zone. Yeah. I think they were less than 10 yards away. That hurt me in He forced one to Antonio Brown. The play didn't really make sense. I think there was a linebacker and – a cornerback in front of Antonio Brown. There was two guys. If one of them, if one of them were getting it, that wasn't gonna work. I, I, uh, I, I have definitely had Denver winning the game. I knew because they were at home. 
Denver plays really well in my eye. Yeah. Um, they have a, a really good defense. Yeah, the, their front line is really good. Still. They're Pretty definitely solid. a way better team than what their record says. They play in a very hard division, so it's hard to win games in that division, but they they are a very good team. John Elway, you know, played yeah. there for years. And he's, he's running the show. He's a very good leader. Uh, they have a good defensive coach. I wouldn't give up uh, on Vance Joseph yet if you're a Broncos fan, but yeah. I think I think Denver can make some noise. If they keep if they keep winning games, they gotta they gotta keep winning. You gotta keep rolling, yeah. So a lot of teams, it's do or die coming up. Yep, it's coming Just up. Win or go home. Like these these are your playoff games right now. Yeah, there's a lot of playoff games happening right early. now. Yeah, very it's early. Crazy, and it's a really good season. And like we're saying, it's crazy. No, that's it's the football. NFL this year. Yeah. That is what the NFL has become this year. Things that we never would have thought we would see are it's it's. It's a good season. I like it. Sermon back in Seattle this week. But right before we get into him coming back on the horrible, horrific 49ers. We're going to talk about that. Did you see the Seahawks celebration? AI with the step. Yeah, I seen it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it too. Why would the NFL ever stop letting players celebrations? I don't know. They they got boring. The NFL was really boring at it one point. It was whack without the celebrations. The celebrations are fun. Now it's what makes the game fun to watch again because the rules, I think. Yeah. You look forward to people scoring touchdowns, so they do their group celebrations. It's part of the scheme of mm-hmm. offense, everything. Yeah, that's flag true. Flag football. Yep. That's what we're going to play in 20 years. Nobody's going to tackle each other. Be playing You're gonna just have football. cornerbacks, no down linemen, two hand touches. Yeah, front linemen are gonna lose their job. Yep, that would be a same, but no, I'm far away from that. Far, far, far away from that. But Sermon back in Seattle, I don't think that matters. I think Seattle's gonna roll over. It's gonna be a blowout, probably. I think. Yeah, Seattle at home. Yeah, probably twenty twenty points. And Seattle least. got the win this week. In a close one, I right? A, I was upset about that one, but it didn't matter because Green Bay didn't win. Yeah, so <laughs> not really. Green Bay doesn't help you a lot this year. Nah, they they got me going crazy. I did watch some of that game. Green Bay just couldn't deliver. It's it's always we play one good half of football, and then we play the other half horribly. Like, we'll start out, we'll be losing by 13 points. Then in the second half, we'll play great and end up losing by three. Same thing. We'll come out. We it was fourteen fourteen at halftime. We we were and we were beating Seattle last week at halftime. Was winning the whole game and then Seattle, you know, does what they do. They came back and beat us. We only scored three points in that in the second half against Seattle and the second half against Minnesota. That's terrible. With Aaron Rodgers, that's unacceptable. Yeah, and what was that stat? Did you have you had a stat on Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is now 0 for 37 when entering the fourth quarter, losing by one or more point against a team with a record 500 or better. That is terrible. That sounds like not Mister Double, not double the Discount Tech now, <laughs> not, not Double Discount, <laughs> not no title belt. But Aaron Rodgers, he does not turn the ball over. Nope. His interception ratio all time, I think, is four touchdowns to one. Is that the record? It's the highest in the NFL, yes. Okay, okay. I think next is uh, Brady with two, two or three okay. to one. So we'll wrap that up with this week's games. 
Week 13 in the NFL. Kicks off tomorrow night. New Orleans Saints versus the Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I'm pretty sure both of us kind of are going to agree on that one. Taking New Orleans. Saints probably all day. The Bears versus the Giants. Uh, Chicago will probably win. Uh, I It says there it's four and a half points. I think they'll win by ten or more. This week doesn't seem like there's many great matchups. Yeah. But it does look like there's going to be a couple good games. I would, I'm gonna, I'm excited to see the Browns play Houston now, yep. just because it's going to be a nice little test. Houston's defense, I come alive in the nighttime. <laughs> I actually highlighted that game before we started, and I was like, "Wow, that should be that should be a good one." Uh, Houston's coming off eight straight wins. I come alive in the nighttime after, <laughs> after starting zero and three. So. Um, that that should be a good game. JJ good defensive made a battle. Great play last night. Yeah, he did. Game playing. It should Same, be game saving. It it should be it should be a good defensive battle. I think. So Baker, test time. Yep. You probably didn't this do much testing got. in Oklahoma. It's time now. It's it's crazy because the Big Twelve was kind of weak when he played. Uh, Texas. Yo, Baker. So we like you, Baker. Yeah, we do I like, like Baker. Baker. I hope fan. you show out. I didn't yeah. like you in college, but. That's because yeah, of my bias, but, savage. but now, but now, Baker, I hope you do your thing in Cleveland. Savage. Another game that I see, the 8 o'clock game on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good one. Los Angeles Chargers. I almost called them San Diego. They go, they go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I, think, I think they have the same record, right? Seven. There's Well, the Steelers have that tie, so it's they're Steelers seven, are three, seven, and one. Yeah, and the Chargers are eight and three. I think the Steelers will win. Think the Steelers are gonna grab that? Yeah, I think so. But uh it should be a good game. Uh in the in the twenties, maybe thirties, uh San Diego's defense it, Joey Bosa came back and is actually playing pretty well. Yeah. They got some good pieces on defense, so it should be a good game, but I think the Steelers will will Was will that take it. you last week talking about him? Joey Bosa? Yeah. Did you um, say something here about him? I think I might have. I know he was injured with I think his foot was all messed yeah. up. He came back uh against Denver and was like a non-factor. Yeah. But it's cuz he wasn't fully healthy. Yeah. I guess he like forced himself Maybe to play. Maybe Derek said something about that cuz I know me and Derek in an older episode this year. He was talking about we were talking about the Chargers being a team to watch and I think he said that he's out and yeah. he's a big piece. Yeah, he is. So he, can so if the Chargers have a winning record and they're looking good when he returns, that puts him even in a better a better position. A better yeah. scenario to win. Because he's a good pass rusher. Melvin Ingram is a good pass rusher. They have a good number one corner, Casey Hayward. So they got they got some, some good defensive talent. Yeah, and another game I see, Cam Newton can have a big a big jump right back into a game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers division rival. Tough matchup. Cam, it's time it's Cam. Time to wake up. You need to you need to get your team a win, man. What is that, two straight losses for them? Yeah, I think that's back-to-back. Because the one week he couldn't make the throw at the end zone, and they just lost. Yeah, so that's back-to-back losses for for Carolina. And then another game that I see. That's, that's, actually, that's actually three in so a row. Three in a row. They, mm. lost, they got blown out by the Steelers on Thursday night football. It's not good, ago. Cam. It's not good. You got to get yourself back in it, Cam. And in that division, there isn't much room for um wild card space in the NFC either so we know who grabbed that division New Orleans is gonna that's it that's locked up they're probably. gonna be number one seed that's locked up so 
Carolina, you're going to have to go on a nice little win streak right here. Another game that I see that I'm kind of excited to watch. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. I want I want Jacksonville to win. You do? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I would like to see them win. It I was a good story last year. Yeah. They should have won in that AFC championship. Probably some. But, of course, about, it's Tom Brady. It was probably some balls. The balls were probably flattened a little <laughs> bit. Something weird. They probably knew the plays. Probably. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised. Josh McDaniels is a known cheater. Josh McDaniels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Patriots in general yeah. are known cheaters. <laughs> so if you're from Boston and you listen to this podcast, don't. <laughs> don't. Because Say not listen to it. Yeah, you should. Listen to it anyway so you can hear me insult you. The Patriots cheat. Cheat. Too much. Constantly. It's time for them to, it's time for them to go. Time for them to take a dive. But who you got in Ravens-Falcons? I'm going to go Ravens. I think Ravens. the Ravens will keep it running. Lamar Jackson. And Atlanta is really, really sketchy. Yeah. They, they look really they get a little scary. They look good, then they look bad. Then their offense looks, like, really good, and then it looks, uh, can't score in the red zone. Yep. Julio, and it's crazy because you have Julio, Calvin Ridley. You got some You got some weapons there. Yeah, so let's look up some, um, what's going to be on TV tomorrow night? You think uh, the Packers get back on track at, uh, with Arizona coming into Lambeau? That could be an easy win. Yeah, it, it could says, be something Aaron Rodgers could light up. I think I think Green Bay will win, mainly because they're playing at home and they haven't lost at home yet. Yeah. It says they're 14-point uh, favorites. I don't think they'll win by that much. Yeah. Um, but I think the Packers will end that two-game losing streak. Yeah, it, There's the best time right now to do it. I would like to see Green Bay run off, but I don't think Green Bay's going to really do much. No. I think it's going to be wrapped up for this season. Losing too many people. It's insane. The NFL, no one, like, you would think the NFL people would start losing. Like, there's really nobody who separated themselves. Like, yo, we're getting first-round pick next year. Right. Well, maybe not. Nah, Oakland is really bad. So. I think Oakland has two games, and so does Arizona. Yeah, so Oakland, Arizona, so really bad. So they can fight it out for the... Yeah, but everybody else is in the run. The Niners also have two yep. wins. Yep. So So we got all the two win teams. We got 49ers. Both of two are in the same division. 49ers, and Arizona, and then Raiders. there was one other team. Raiders. Oakland. Yep. And then three win Jets. Three win Jets. Um Jacksonville probably has a three wins, two yep. or three or four. And Giants. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um who else? Jaguars, Giants, aren't the Buccan oh Buccaneers four and seven? I thought okay. I could have swore. So there is the bottom of the barrel, guys. Guys that when they play their other division, when they get that round, when they got that, when they're gonna play their second round of games against their division rivals, mm -hmm. it might be. It's probably gonna be wrapped by then. But NFL Thursday night game is gonna be New Orleans Saints, Dallas Cowboys. That should be a good one. This would be something to watch, but I think New Orleans is going to probably put that work in. And some Thursday night NBA action. There's three games on the um on the spot. We got the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Pacers. I think that'll give the Lakers a nice little run. Good little thing. And we got Warriors, Raptors. the Raptors versus the Warriors. That should be a good game. I'm going to watch that definitely. And then we got Clippers-Kings late night game. I'll probably be asleep for that. Friday night, we got a Cleveland Celtics game. Ooh. 
But Thursday night game, Warriors, Raptors, Pacers, Lakers, Clippers, Kings. It's very weird looking at the NBA power rankings and not seeing the Warriors at number one. But so it's also kind of cool. You got those rankings right there? Uh, I don't, but I think it was the top three were the I'll Raptors, Bucks. The, we are talking about the NBA power rankings right now and how my man Ann Patton over here so flabbergasted. <laughs> For real, though, because you're, you're used to seeing them dominate. The most dominant force. So we got Toronto at one, Milwaukee at two, Golden State Warriors at the three spot, the L.A. Clippers, four seed, Oklahoma City Thunder, Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis. the Nuggets, the Sixers are all the way down in the eighth spot, Portland, and the Lakers will round up, will round off on the top ten. Oh wow! With Indiana, right there at tw- at eleven, Boston at thirteen. I won't go any further than twelve. I just wanted to say those last names. Indiana Lakers are going to face off Thursday night. Somebody can make a little puss up in the power rankings on that one. But I feel like the Pacers uh, give LeBron problems sometimes. They always when, do. Going back to the East. Yeah. They they took them to seven games last year, right? Yeah. With Stevenson and that, that was a good team. I was kind of hoping they would, but you know, it's LeBron. Yeah, so. it's always get. I like, it's always something so, always weird happens, and then it's LeBron. I don't it know. It is LeBron not James. I don't like LeBron James. I'm Me not either. a fan. Me but I'm gonna say this. I was thinking to myself earlier. LeBron James scored 48 points on the Golden State Warriors last year. And lost, right? And lost, yeah. Yeah, because they got swept. Or was that in the regular season? That was game one of the NBA Finals. LeBron scored 48 points against the greatest team that we've seen. Beat and beat the greatest team. The 73 73 win. So it's hard to not be like, yo, damn. He's all-time great. Like, that's it. Like, you score 48 against the champions that are back-to-back. They could easily be four-peating, but they didn't four-peat because of you. But I don't like that because Draymond Green was suspended on some funny stuff. So that game was a little weird. That whole series was weird. I felt like it was set for them to win. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was very weird. It was it was set for them to win, and I always think LeBron gets things in his favor more than other people. Yes, I definitely do too. With definitely with fouls, biased. It's like yeah. and the way LeBron James reacts to the referees. If other players were to react, they would get ejected. Technicals immediately. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James runs up on referees and claps in their face and does all this type of weird stuff. Draymond Green blows on a player and it's kicked out of the game. Right. Yeah. You got to sit. Like what? Draymond Green has created a rep for himself to put himself in those bad situations, mm-hmm. though. They they punished Draymond Green on his past more than his present. Accident. Like him kicking, what was it, Steven Adams? Was it yeah. Steven Adams or Cantor? I'm not sure. It was it one, was of, one of them. Guys. He kicked him yeah. in, in the nuts or one whatever. One of those guys, yeah. And then he mauled LeBron's eye out last year. Mm-hmm. Something that, It was weird. I, that looked like a mistake, though. He's I'm always doing some, some But he's a stuff. scrappy guy. I like guys look like, like that. I like the Ron Artest guys. Those guys, you Running need people up into like the that. Stands and beating the fan up. Oh, that's that was nuts. crazy. That was one of the wildest <laughs> things in sports history. Malice at the palace. Yeah, we were alive for that. Watch that on Sports we Center. We did. And I'm like, 
He, they ran into the crowd. Was We're it? Gonna, that was when the the Pistons still had Billups and I'm and not all sure. That, right? I know. I'm not sure. Was I know. That a lo- longer, longer time. Perceived Wallace was on the Pistons yeah. still, but I'm not sure what year that even was. But that was a crazy event. I like that Pistons championship team. Yeah, they, they were, were solid. I remember dude. in that we're ranting right now. It's we're about an hour in, but let's we'll get it off. We'll get it off right now. If you're still listening right now, we would like to thank you. Shout out to you. If you haven't yet, follow us. Pat Mola, Twitter, Instagram, Baby Gomez 06. Right now we're wrapping it up, but we're gonna we're talking about Pistons fights, Ron Artest. It, this just got into a little, little little coffee table talk or something right here at the end, <laughs> but that was crazy. Um, the Pistons championship team that beat the Lakers, I remember that same year they won. All of them played in the All Star game at the same time. That's crazy. And started going in. I bet. Started they were, going they in. They were they were solid. They had a really good a really good starting five. They had they had a team full of. All stars, but no star, no superstar. Right? Yeah, it's and they could all score. They could all play defense. I liked. I really liked uh, Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, Tayshawn Prince in the palace. Yeah, the prince in the palace. <laughs> that should have been his nickname or something. Like that. Prince's palace. <laughs> I think that is gonna wrap it up for today. If you don't yet, follow us on Twitter. 856 Philly. I just went through this. Go rewind 30 seconds. Click that little button on the side next to the play 30, 30, 15, 10. If you and go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Baby Gomez 06. If you think that me and Anthony said some wild, crazy, nut stuff and you disagree, Baby Gomez 06 at on Twitter and Pat Mula 50. On and Twitter. let me know. Let us know. Let us know. If, if I we're say wrong. something crazy, let me know. If Let's I argue. haven't, then be quiet. Keep it shut. Or come on the show and talk that shit. <laughs> Let's argue. I'm here. New debate, sir. That's what we're gonna do next week. But that's what I want to say too. This is just a, like, if you want to be on the podcast and you listen, hit me up. Hit the inbox. We'll do an interview. You can come on and talk about your favorite team and how I'm wrong and how you're right. I want to hear it. I'm open to being my mind changed. I'm open. I'm definitely down too. So if you change think mind. Yeah, change my mind about how I think that your team is garbage or your team is hyped up or your favorite player is hyped up. Hit me up. Thank you everyone. This is episode 10 Big Brother Sports Talk.